It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Fried food lover has 468 gallstones removed from her body. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by State Bank Northwest. In about 20 minutes, we'll call out a VIP's name. Somebody's going to get a good shot there at a $50 Visa gift card. Also, a concert announcement at 10 o'clock this morning. Kevin, over to you. I argue today is the greatest Monday of all Mondays until April 5th when Gonzaga will win a national championship. That will become the greatest Monday in the history of all Mondays. Ooh, that's true. First, on this Monday, we celebrate this. A girl from Great Falls, Montana, has made national news. She's made world news. The 17-year-old girl, Kimberly Strabel, is in the headlines because she is now a doctor. That's right. She's received her doctorate. Uh, Let's see. She is a doctorate in business administration with an emphasis in global leadership. Listen, I didn't even say her doctorate right. Let me so try she's a again. doctor or she can run leadership classes? Yeah, she, uh, well, a doctorate, it still makes you a doctor. Well, yeah. Kenny got a doctor. Kenny Beepus got right. a doctorate. Right. And I know how smart he is. Very. <laughs> I think doctorate's a word that is very overused for a lot of things that could be easy to do. Well, I do believe you have to go to so much school. So that's, that's the key, right? You have key, to attend right? the classes, but trust me. I know a couple of people who have their doctorates. You truly just have to attend the classes. <laughs> I mean, I could say some names, but uh, I please know do, these because people. I would like I to know what doctorate is easy to get because I would love to get one. Well, I think you have to put the time in to go to the classes, and that part cuts into a lot of other fun things you could be doing. It's like the kid from <laughs> what's the movie I'm trying to think of where the kid gets his doctorate at like 16, and then they talk about how he had no life. Oh, I don't know. What the heck is that movie? Dang it. But I can guarantee you that's true. If you oh, had a doctorate like, at 16, that's... just like kept him in the house always. Well, yeah, that's all you'd be able to do. I have no idea what that movie is, Slim. I'm going to think of it, KJ. I'm going to think Kimberly of it. Kimberly Strabel is not 16. She's 17, so hopefully now oh, yeah, it's, much more it's of a not, life. That, not that bad. Uh, she said she, in lo- she loved doing the school and learning all this stuff and getting this done. And she did it all online. That's oh, the that's crazy awesome. part. Yeah. That's awesome. Because that's the way the world is today. And so she yeah. was able to do all of it. Her older sister earned her master's degree when she was turning 18. And she has three younger siblings that have all expressed an interest in getting their degrees at a young age. Imagine if you're the one who doesn't. Yeesh. Mom and dad say we don't push. We encourage. Like if they I enjoy bet. it, then we encourage it. If they don't enjoy it, then don't do it. That's what they say. So, I mean, it seems That's good. reasonable. They live in Great Falls, Montana. They can't be unreasonable, can they? No. The average student takes 8.2 years to obtain a doctorate degree. Yeah, And I love the online part of it, right? Because that's a great thing to take advantage of. You can work it in a little more. Sure. You can. It's a little easier for schedule-wise. Yeah. So that part's kind of cool. She is the youngest woman in a, the youngest American in history to get a doctorate in any field. Wow, that's awesome! So that's quite the accomplishment there. 
She says she's looking forward to starting her career, but right now I'm actually working on some legal battles, uh, <laughs> discrimination I faced because of my age. Oh, so that's wow. a really interesting part, and I've actually applied some of my knowledge, and I'm working on that. But after that wraps up, I plan on trying to get into executive management. Well, hopefully she can do that by like you know eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Don't waste your life. <laughs> it's, uh, that's impressive, man. It is. The boy, the boy I'm thinking of was fourteen. I've got the story up. I'm trying to find the movie. I don't remember this movie at oh, all, it but it bad. would be I remember it was all about like how his parents like had him pretty much trapped. Oh, no. Yes. And it was like, learn, 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 learn. They weren't like the Great Falls family. Yeah, they weren't supportive and saying whatever you want to do. They were just like, this is what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Much better parenting here yeah, than good I'm, old Montana. I'm assuming that this family just, I always wonder with these families, you just don't have TV, right? For sure. Is that the Absolutely. only way you can get that done? If you have TV, at some point you're going to screw it up by just sitting around and watching TV a little bit. And if you're doing that, I don't feel like you have time to get your doctorate by the time you're <laughs> 17. Somebody's literally telling their kid right now, hey, you're not going to be able to get your doctorate by 17 if you don't stop watching this basketball tournament. That's you're so right. true. That you are correct about that. 100%. Doctorate and Story number two. That's true. You could make some money as a doctor of bracketology. That's a good one. If they have that class, yeah. I'm sure there's a few kids that would sign up for that one real quick. It sounds like one of those super senior classes that the athletes take when they come back for an extra year. And it's like, what pl- class did you take? Ballroom dancing and bracketology. <laughs> yep. Uh, I saw two entertainment stories that caught my eye today that I wanted to share. One, because I just saw the original Ace Ventura the other day. It was on TV, and it was you know on one of the channels where it was edited and everything. It was the TV version of sure, it. Sure, yeah. And I just happened to turn it on. Oh, we were at the hotel. We were at a hotel, and uh, Judy's daughter, who was seven, like she's like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, watch part of this. This guy is goofy." And just watching Jim Carrey as a kid, you realize how all the physical comedy yeah. he does. facial expressions and, like, and all that, yeah. Well, Jim Carrey, let's see if he can be funny again, because Ace Ventura 3 is hitting theaters. It is happening. They are in the works right now. They're going to make it happen. I don't know if it'll be hitting the- theaters. That's a that's a thing I shouldn't say anymore, huh? No, you're good. Because I don't know that that is the case. It is being made. The movie is being made. Whether it hits theaters or not, have no idea. Or will that become or whatever? Will that become the sign that it's not going to be successful if it goes to theaters? <laughs> like it used to be, straight to DVD was not good, and now it's like, oh, it went to the theaters. <laughs> oh, it didn't even get streaming services. Ouch! It AMC won't be popular. Starts paying for the rights for sole <laughs> sole uh, ability to show the movies. Yeah. yeah. It's a different world we live in. So uh, it'll be interesting to see Ace Ventura 3 is in the works and going to happen. Now this note, can you picture Harry Potter as a bad guy? Oh. Daniel Radcliffe, I'm assuming, is a great actor. And I think the reason I say that is because I feel like he's done such a good job of being Harry Potter. I don't know that I can picture him as anything else. And I and I know he probably has played some other movies and done it well. But every time I see that guy, he will always be Harry Potter to me. That's why I struggle. He is starring in the movie The Lost City of D, where he will be a villain. He plays the bad guy 
in the upcoming romantic adventure with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Wow. Harry Potter, a bad guy. Does that, can you picture that, Slim? No, it's going to be, that's going to be tricky. That's going to be tricky. Tough sell. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. He'll, he'll probably do it well, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's a tough sell to me. And I've seen him where he is got like the longer hair and he almost has a maniacal look about him. So I bet you he's going to be great at it, but I yeah. just am going to have a hard time because he's done what? Eight movies as Harry Potter. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. His whole growing up years from a child yeah. to an adult. And I know it's a little, guy. a little unfair and maybe he'll blow us away and he'll be, he'll be great at it. But, uh, it's just weird because I'm like, Harry Potter can't be the bad guy. <laughs> right, You'll have exactly. to change his look, you're right, Kevin, so much that you won't be able to instantly recognize him. You'd have to be like, wait, who is that? Oh, yeah, right. that's Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah, because for sure you better lose the glasses, kid, because I'm going to have a hard time believing it if you got those Harry Potter glasses <laughs> right. on. He just shows up in those, it's over. Uh, also, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, I believe, are love interests in this movie. Okay. Because she is a romance novelist who has to travel the country on a book tour stuck with her cover model, Channing Tatum. Oh, no. That I hate it when that is happens. a plot right there. And then they end up in a an adventure that you will not believe. So I just thought it was fun that uh, Daniel oh, Radcliffe, Harry Potter, yeah. is going to be a bad guy. That's a tough sell. That's going to be interesting. He's the opposite of, of the bad guy situation where if you ever run into a villain from your favorite show, when you see him in real life, you hate them even though they've done nothing and they're actually a real human being, he's kind of the opposite, where when you see Daniel Radcliffe out and about, uh, out and about you automatically think he's doing nice things. <laughs> right. Yes. But you, just, you don't think it's capable for Daniel Radcliffe exactly. to park yeah. illegally and get a parking ticket. Yeah. Like, no, I don't believe like, that. No, that, 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 that thing must not have been working. He, I guarantee he put the coins in, but that is an error by the meter. There's no way that's Radcliffe's fault. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but meanwhile, the villain from same show, Voldemort Parks, and you're like, that, no, it says Crook. two hours on his meter, but that's illegal. He, he, he messed with it somehow. Yes, they have, they have brainwashed us forever into thinking who is good and who is bad. And they've done a good job of it, a real good job of it. Uh, let's go ahead and do one more real quick. And we end today with the world's largest cherry. A cherry crossbred by the University of Bologna in Italy. I don't think that's how you say it, is it? It's spelled the same as Bologna. I'm going to say it Bologna. The university has a first name? The it's uh, Yes, it's a university of. University, yeah, thank you, Kevin. B-O-L-O-G-N-A. They have now made the world's heaviest cherry. Wow. And it's in the Guinness World Records. Uh, I was like, man, this has to be amazing. How big is this cherry? What is your guess on how big the world's biggest cherry? It was crossbred, guys. I mean, they, we're talking weight or diameter. What are we talking about? Yep, here? we're talking weight. The largest I'm gonna, cherry. I mean, I'm going to go 20 pounds, KJ. I was going to say, cherries Thank aren't you. very big, but. They're not. Because I'm trying to think of it being about a, the size of a volleyball. Yeah, I'm ready to see that big of a cherry. I mean, five pounds it seems like a big cherry. Okay, that that's also because you think about the size of a cherry. What's now. a cherry weigh? Like you know, an ounce? Well, 
Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you, Jay. No, they don't. They don't weigh an ounce? No, they don't. Because the world's largest cherry, this is the most disappointing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 0.93 ounces. Wait, the world's largest cherry doesn't weigh an ounce? Yeah. It, done, it doesn't even weigh an ounce. Oh, well, that's dumb. The previous record was 0.84. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you spent your time crossbreeding cherries to try to make? <laughs> that's a bunch of baloney. We, we have Hey-o. been so... March Dadness. <laughs> Thank you. We have been so brainwashed at the Spokane County Interstate Fair right. with the pumpkins. Yes. Like, we have been so brainwashed that now I believe any fruit can be grown into the size of an actual chariot that Cinderella could ride away in. Right. No right. kidding. I, like... I, I truly believe that local farmers could make a cherry that is the size of at least a softball. I believe that without a doubt. I think you're right. Yeah, without cross whatever they did with it. What did they yeah, do? Yeah, I understand that Italy, you right now have a record and you're feeling pretty good about it. But you just wait until the brains here in our area realize, oh, you guys want to see a big cherry? We'll show up to the Spokane Interstate Fair this, this fall and we will show you some big old cherries. And that record will be broken. Just walk into the harvest house and there's a cherry the size of, um, I don't know, like a, one of those jumping castles. Right. Come on, man. That's I, You're right, Kevin. The most disappointing thing ever. Yeah. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. Take it away. Kevin James. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> a dazzling place I never oh, knew. Yeah. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Alrighty then it is. Beat the show time. Heather's going to be our contestant. Hello, Heather. Hi. How are you? Good. Good now that I heard Slim sing The Whole New World. That cracks me up every time I hear it. Oh, no. <laughs> I do love it. Well, I hope, I hope today's trivia is better than that singing. <laughs> well, I can At least you were having it. fun. Yes. See, yeah. that's right. He that's was brave. Yep. I mean, you know, he stepped out of his comfort zone. I loved yep. every part of it. Yep. All right. Uh, what does Heather need to know before she chooses who to challenge today, Slimmy? I let the weekend write the trivia. All right. So now who are you going to challenge, Heather? Let's say Kevin. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I have no idea what he's up to. I let the weekend write the trivia, KJ. All right, Kevin, you can leave. Heather's going to be playing for a, a qualification for a big screen TV, which we'll draw for in just over a week or so, so on uh, awesome. April 1st. So, All right, here we go, Slimmy. I've got the clock running for Kevin, and I've got 60 seconds for Heather. Okay, Heather, best of luck. Here we go. Pass okay. if you need to. we got 60 seconds. If, if we have time, we'll get back to the ones you pass on. We start with this. In what movie does Leonardo DiCaprio wrestle a bear? Pass. The chocolate capital of the United States is Hershey, and it's in what state? Pennsylvania. What is the state capital of Arkansas? Oh, God. Pass. Within 30, how many miles an hour can the average golden eagle fly? Oh, my gosh. 60. 
What 2002 musical featured Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Richard Gere? Bridget Jonas' Diary. What <laughs> rodent builds and lives in its own lodge? Um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of one. <laughs> um... Oh, it's a lot of sticks Groundhog? in the middle of water. It's a lot of sticks in the middle of water. Oh, beaver. <laughs> in painting, what is the complementary color of blue? Um, blue is um. All right, all right. Okay. Time, time is up. You got you got to hear all the questions, Heather. Now we will see if your okay. correct answers, which there are correct answers okay. in there, will you get more correct answers than Kevin? That's to be determined here in, in just a little bit. I'm back. All right, Kevin. Sixty seconds in the same seven questions. Let's just see how you do, Mister. KJ, we let the weekend me. write the trivia again. Like Jay said, you got sixty seconds, and you can pass on questions if you'd like to. And we'll try to get back to those ones if time allows. We start with this. In what movie does Leonardo DiCaprio wrestle a bear? Uh, the The Revenant. The chocolate capital of the United States is Hershey, and it's in what state? That is in Pennsylvania. What is the state capital of Arkansas? Oh, I should know this. Uh, pass. Within 30, how many miles per hour can the average Golden Eagle fly? Oh, boy. This is... Okay, the Falcon is the fastest, and I think it's like 230 or 240. I think the Golden... I'm going to say 200. What 2002 musical featured Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Richard Gere? Huh? Two thousand. Two that? What year? Two thousand two. Oh, pass, man. What rodent builds and lives in its own lodge? A dam. A beaver. Yeah, a beaver dam. In lodge. painting, no, what is the complementary color of blue? You got me there. Yeah. I think, I, mean, time, I, get, I think time's time, up. Yeah. But you did make me laugh. And so if there Red. is a tiebreaker, you're probably going to get the edge because you did make me laugh. I was trying to stay professional and read the trivia, but you did get me. You caught me off guard. Okay, here we go. Let's let's run down the trivia. In what movie does Leonardo DiCaprio wrestle a bear? Kev, you got this one. It is The Revenant. You take a 1-0 lead. Who won that, by the way? Ooh, the, bear win- the bear wins. The bear wins. Yeah, the bear yeah. wins that one. And by the way. The first uh, team up there in your bracket that moved on was the Baylor Bears. The chocolate capital of the United States is in what state? The same state as the Villanova Wildcats. That is Pennsylvania. And you guys both got that one correct. It is two to one. What is the state capital of Arkansas? Arkansas is Little Rock. You both passed on that. It's Little Rock. Two to one, Kevin has the lead going into this one. The shout-out to the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. Within 30, how many miles an hour can the average Golden Eagle fly? Heather said 60. Kevin, you got it right on the dot. The average is 200 uh-huh. miles per hour. No You didn't way. even need the 30-mile-per-hour buffer. Feel good about that. Wow. Feel good about that, and then know feel my... bad about yourself two questions later. I, I know my three... bird f- speed. I'm up in I'm I mean, bird con- speed. Congrats. Big bird, big bird speed guy. Three to one, Kevin has Literally. the lead. The 2002 musical featuring Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Richard Gere. That musical, I think, is based on Sister Jean, and that is in honor of Loyola Chicago, the Ramblers. Chicago was that movie. Chicago. Mm. And it is fun going into question six. 
The Oregon State Beavers moved on to the Sweet 16, and thus the question, what rodent builds and lives in its own lodge? That is a beaver. You both got that one right. Uh, Kevin gets a w- sort of a bonus point and a slap on the wrist. Right. It is 4-2. to two. <laughs> It is four, It's 4.1-2. to two. And the final question, neither of you even gave me a color. It was a color question, but you, you both just kind of thought about it with that, and then time expired. In painting, what is the complementary color of blue? The Syracuse Orangemen moved on in the NCAA tournament with one of the greatest player names in the tournament of Buddy Bayheim, And they are orange. They are orange. Blue and orange are the complementary colors in painting. Kevin, you are going to sneak out today's game with a 4.1 total score. <laughs> and, a, and a small timeout. And a, small, and, a, and, a, and a slap on the wrist. A 30-second timeout. <laughs> Uh, gosh dang it. Uh, Heather, that was a pretty good performance by Kevin. Sorry about that for you, but I do need you That's to... okay. Would you mind picking a number between one and whatever? Um, one and whatever. Yeah, just... <laughs> can you know, I say whatever? And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do that, and then I can choose if you'd like. I mean, that's fine. You can choose, but just go Zags. I hope we win today. Very Heather, nice. you're the best. So, you made my day. Your, awesome. your positivity yep. made my day today. I agree. Yep. Uh, okay. All right, all right, Heather. Call back if you'd like. You can still. I'll still have a chance to qualify you. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Oh, you too. Thank you. Jeez. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I don't know a whole lot, but I know work law. And in work law, I believe that Kevin did so much work yesterday, it actually gets you out of a day of free work. pass. Kevin James. Yeah, you try. You should get life comp days when you do stuff really, really good. You get a comp day from your work life. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. All right, so let me stat of the day time. Let's talk junk drawers because a survey is out. What's the number one thing people are keeping in their junk drawer? Pens. Jay, I would have thought pens was number one. It is not even in the top two. Batteries. Kevin, Mm. I would have thought batteries. Was in the top three. It also was not in the top three. Scissors. Uh, scissors is I'll a good one. Going. Yeah. Scissors is number three. Tape. You, you nailed it with scissors. You nailed it with scissors. Now, the way this survey works, because it was driving me crazy, is people were asked to put down what was in their junk drawer. And so they took from the answers the things. They didn't do the they didn't go, Do you have pens in your junk drawer? And then people say yes or no. It was just right. name three things in your junk drawer. So Unaided I think that kind of skews it because you're probably thinking a little more different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's unaided. So I'll say sticky notes. Sticky notes seems to be great. I know I've got them in my junk drawer. They are not in the top two. Yeah, the two we are missing are birthday candles. What? And the number one was rubber bands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rubber bands is the number one thing people put down for what they have in their junk drawer. So, boys, let's do it. And our text line's open, 4348623. We need to create the perfect junk drawer, okay? The perfect mm-hmm. junk drawer. What has to be in there on a more, you don't normally think of it, scale? So we've got our pens in there. We've got our scissors in there. We've got some scrap paper in there. Yeah. Let's say the rubber bands are in there because they're already on this list. And do not forget the batteries. Kevin, the, I we, think that is one of the most important. When you said that, I hadn't thought about batteries yet. That is the ultimate. Now, half of them work, half of them don't, but that's okay. That's all right. It's that's part drawer. of the mystery. <laughs> You don't. It's, the, yeah. it's the only place that D batteries still exist. <laughs> so, By the way, my favorite is that when certain people in the house will change batteries and then take the dead ones and put them in the junk drawer. 
That's what you do. Yep. That's what the junk drawer is for. Quite sure of the purpose there, but anyway. It's always that mystery of, is this yeah. one really going to work? I, mean, I actually don't think you have a real junk drawer if you don't have dead batteries in it. And you have paper clips, too, don't you? have some paper clips in there or binder clips. You put some kind, there's got to be clips in there of some sort. It has to be. I think we have one of those small uh, plastic scotch tape dispensers. Yep, that's that's the first place you have to look when you're wrapping Christmas presents For every sure. year. Yeah, uh, I love the person who said, "Is it a stapler?" Thank you, John. <laughs> I think that's where you would find maybe maybe not a whole stapler, but for sure loose staples. I mean, oh, and you are, have yeah. to have. Speaking of loose things, a few loose screws. Yeah, and uh, like you a bolt or something that was not. You know, you don't really know where it was for, but you said I should save this, and so you put it in the junk drawer. And then, like, two years later, you're like, what are all these screws for? That, that is a great place for them, though. You're absolutely right. I do love those. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is could be. Oh, maybe a push pins? If you want push pins in there. I, yeah. Yeah, that's where you find needed. them. And here's the deal with the push pins. The push pins in a junk drawer are in the little plastic case that well, they came in. Yeah. Or, or the little, I guess it's not, yeah, it's plastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, clamp, it clips down along the edges. But... Half of the push pins are still safely in that, and then there's just some good old fashioned loose ones that you're yeah. gonna get your finger on Those when you're grabbing a pen. Yeah, hundred percent. And you, you get mad, you throw them away instead of yeah, trying to put it, it back in the. These, yeah, the you don't put them. You don't put them in the case though. You throw them out. You just, well, you leave them. <laughs> you leave them for the next person. Also. You leave them for you the next time. You go, <laughs> damn it, back in the drawer. Mm. I'm never gonna do that again. Yes, you are. How about pictures? Does anybody else have pictures in their junk drawer for like uh, some reason? Kev? You you pictures? just huh. yeah somehow you didn't you didn't put them where they should go and you're like oh there's a weird thing of pictures in my junk drawer. You mean under the highlighter and the glue stick? Yes. I I am all about this thing that is now happening on our email and my phone. We have got two emails and one picture on my phone of people's junk drawers. Now, you can't text them to us because our text line doesn't get them. So you'd have to either email them on the air at jandkevin.com or just send them. You could send them to our Facebook page. That's another good way to do it. I I will look because it's on my phone right now at Lynn's Junk Drawer. She has sent me a picture of it. We have got. I love these. An old, no longer being used, what looks to be iPhone Four or five. <laughs> we have got a yes. car charger with the cigarette lighter plug-in. Okay. Oh yeah, that was yeah. two by scotch us. tape dispensers. The roll of string that looks like it should be attached to the end of a kite. Mm. Yep. I see. <laughs> I bet that's wrapped nice and tight, not getting into anybody's way. So many different phone chargers with different ends on them. Oh, so wow. obviously, we've gone through phones that we no longer need charged. But they're there. Some different colored For sharpies. Sure. Yeah, a, a lot of the material that that packaging that comes with the tape dispensers and stuff, where it's got the big cardboard back and you rip the plastic off the front to to grab your item out of it. But you didn't throw away the plastic or the cardboard, so it's just in there loose. <laughs> this uh, is a great that's junk not drawer. A trash can. That's a junk drawer, guys. Yeah, I'm here for everyone. Please, you go ahead, send us your junk drawers right now. Put them on our Facebook, whatever it may be, because I want to see what people have in their junk drawers. And she has the top, too. Birthday candles and rubber bands. That might not be a birthday candle, but those are for sure rubber bands. Birthday candle. Never thought of that one. 